Good morning. This is uh, KLE, and you are with Sean and. What's his name? His name is Steve. <laughs> uh, we are again together here, the partners in facing things of all things and any things that is regarding building the church, his church. And I think that's what it's about, Steve. We come back down to the fact that it's building his church. Right, which we were never even told to do. Well, you know, but that's exactly right. We weren't. We, 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 we were always just told, get out there and preach. Yeah, equip the saints and make disciples. Basically, that's, that's our commission. His, his commission or his job is to build his church because that's the, that's the trouble I keep getting in with him uh, is that, you know, uh, here a couple of years ago, I, I said, Lord, I think it's a great idea to get all these different guys together in the region and just, uh, you know, maybe once a quarter or something like that, just get all these little pockets of people together and just do a praise and worship thing. And let's do this and maybe it'll start a church out of it and whatever. And it was, it was like he spoke to my, well, it was almost audibly. He just said, why do you keep trying to do my job? And it really bothered me because I thought, well, that, that's, that's part of what I do, isn't it? And he says, I will build my church. All I told you to do is to equip the saints and to make disciples. I just told you to build the temple. I never told you to build the church. I will build my church. And the problem is there's too many people building their churches, yep. trying to build my church. And there is only, there is only my church. I, I, I'm the chief shepherd or senior pastor. <laughs> you know, that's full, so funny. I, I called myself a senior pastor for years. In fact, I even had the, the cards made up, and I even had uh, a big sign made up for, oh, the, yeah. for the church building you know, with Steve Bissett, senior pastor. And I, uh, I realized that after I got out uh, that senior pastor also is, is um, um, chief shepherd, basically. And so when I looked at that and I thought, I just keep calling myself the chief shepherd of this church, of this body. Yeah. And there is only one of those. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's the thing that gets me about building his church. We, we were never commissioned to do that. We were never, that's not our purpose. Um, He will build his church if we build the people. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's, is, uh, I think we, we use our organizational gifts before we do anything else, you know? Um, right. And that's where we come back down to the, the order of things is 1 Corinthians 12, 28, you know, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, you know, because we've got to get the foundations the, in the temple right first, which is the people, you know? Right. First, the foundations are right, and that comes because that apostolic gifting coming in. And, you know, I mean, I did that um, series on, uh, well, series, I did a whole live teaching on, on, on the apostolic, understanding apostolic leadership, simply because there's so much confusion in that, in that dimension. Is like we think that apostles build the churches or build our churches or or are over the churches or 
you know, uh, it's like this, I don't know, it's so out of order where, where they are the foundational people to come in and lay the foundations and you know, set the foundations so that the temple can be built, which is people's lives. Right, right. Well, you look at that same verse that you just quoted, <clears throat> and God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets. I like the way you say it, apostles, apostles. Yeah. Um, thirdly, uh, secondary prophets, thirdly, teachers, after that, uh, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, and then governments, and then gifts of tongues, or diversities of tongues. It's interesting that the, that the word, that governments are not the first things that are set. Yes. It's, and if, if you have first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly, teachers, after that, are apostles, prophets, and teachers governments? Yes. Just according to this, it's not, they're not governments. I mean, that's not what they were sent to do. Yeah. And like, like you're saying, there's a, there's a difference of function. It's actually a tool sent to equip somebody or to, to lay a foundation in somebody's life and another man buildeth thereupon, like Paul says. Yes, yes. And so it's a matter of, uh, and he did set it in the church, but it's for a purpose to equip the saints. It's, that's what it's all for, equip the saints, not equip the church. Well, he, well that's, yeah. If, if, if our mindset is focused not on the meeting or as right, say, right. the church, but that we are the church, different Correct. Story isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, I guess that's the distinction that I, I'm trying to get to because I had to come to that in my own mind. Yes. Um, as far as uh, it's, it's not, even though we're the church, yes, we're the church. It's, it's still, I'm not called to build the church. I'm called to build you. I'm called to build you as the temple. Yes. And I had to make that distinction because I kept trying to build the organizational structure uh, the collective group, uh, the uh, the club, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I kept trying to build the the structure or the organizational thing. And for years, I taught on uh, you know how how to build the superstructure of of how Zion or how the church is built up. You know, and it's not built on pastors. It's not built on. Uh, I mean, that's not the order. He built it upon. Um, himself as the senior pastor or chief shepherd and then he had elders you know ordain elders in fact that's something that's kind of interesting it says ordain elders in every church in every city and you're never no place does it ever say to ordain anything else yeah and here we're ordaining bishops we're ordaining pastors we, you know we ordain you know we'll ordain a dog into something you know uh, just because it's time to ordain something yeah and uh Ordain literally means to set down like concrete, Tithomy. Yes. So you're setting it in like concrete. You don't set, you're not setting a gift in. You're setting a, this person in to do a function, uh, this elder, and they're set up like pillars. They're, they're, they're set in like concrete. Yep. They're immovable, unshakable, and, and uh, they're going to be stability for that particular uh, church or that particular city. And, um, but it doesn't say that it doesn't say to do that or to ordain pastors or any other ministry or any other gift or missionary or anything else. 
when, when Paul laid hands on, on Timothy, um, what was that for? I don't know. Was it when he slapped him or just to? <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just asking, not, not because I, <laughs> um, what's, what was I going to say? Is it not because I, uh, I, I disagree with you. <laughs> well, I know that whenever whenever it says I long to impart unto you some spiritual gift by even by the laying on of hands or by whatever, yeah. uh, there there are so many different ways to impart things. But as far as ordination, as far as ordaining, that's the only thing he said to ordain yes. is an elder. So yeah. as far as sending somebody out out, they laid hands on them and sent them forth. Uh, they laid hands on them uh, for, you know, different things, but uh, more like commissioning or sending out as opposed to an okay. ordination. Well, well to, to Timothy 1.6, Paul says, That is why I remind you to fan into flame the gracious gift of God, that inner fire, the special endowment, which is in you through the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. Right. That's oh, now the amplified version it says with those uh, of the elders at your ordination. But then that that's that's what happened. You know, because we need to understand is that 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 um, you the the equipping gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, um, only come well. They are not gifts on their own. All giftings right. are elders first, and then. Um, and so every gift is an elder, but not every elder is a gift. Right. What's it, what scripture was that you're referencing? Because I have a feeling that's where uh, Amplified takes a little bit of liberty in saying ordination. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm actually going to look at other translations on it. Second Timothy chapter one six. I didn't even see that before I read it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, the rest of the scriptures just say that by the putting on of my hands, and so they, they've taken the liberty to call it ordination. Right, right, Cause they're, because of their, the way they see things. <laughs> yeah. And that's, exactly. that's where I get, it's kind of frustrating because we're taught in, um, in some of these seminaries and different things like that, or even taught growing up that, that ordination is laying on of hands, it's whatever. Uh, and yeah, that's probably true that there is ordination by laying on of hands, but it doesn't say, the thing is, it doesn't say to ordain anything other than ordain elders in every church, plural, in every church, in every city. It doesn't say one, it says, it says a plural, I mean, it says elders, plural. So um, that's where, because otherwise, once again, uh, I've heard people say, well, I'm the chief elder then. Well, that still means you're the chief shepherd and bishop. Yeah. So well, yeah. you're still taking that place. Um, that, uh, that, was, that was interesting to me is in, in 1 Peter chapter 5, where Peter says, I who am a fellow elder. Right. And, and the, the word fellow elder there is some presbyteros, like you, some meaning the equal to and, right. or, or like. And so Peter, who was like the leading guy that Jesus mentored, to to lead you know the, the 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 supernatural new new testament church in the sense of of you know pioneering it in he doesn't ever posture himself as the the as one chief. Yeah, yeah as a chief never 
He talks about the chief shepherd. He refers to the chief shepherd. He says, but I, who am a fellow shepherd or, well, not a shepherd, fellow elder. Right. So he didn't even view himself over, you know, never postured himself in any form. Right. And elders are supposed to shepherd uh, or feed, uh, you know, feed the flock of God. Um, but it also says they're supposed to bishop or take the oversight thereof. So you have a two, two-fold function of an elder, which is to shepherd or feed and to bishop or take the oversight of, because you know, that's the bishopric, bishop uh, episcopate uh, to take the oversight of. So um, if you look just at that type of a function to, to shepherd and bishop or to, to feed and to take the oversight of, and once again, it's not – it's not take the oversight of everybody's spirit or anything else. It's uh, pray for those who watch for your soul. I mean, they're, they're going to watch for your, your mind, will, and emotions that, and then bring you to accountability of Christ. They're going to make sure that you're, that you're following your head, Christ, Yes, because that's what we're all supposed to be focused on. So their whole job is to, is to take the oversight of, you know, those that are in their care or their charge not only feed them, but to watch for their souls to make sure that that word of God is activated in their life and that they're following Christ. So it's something very simple, but man, we make it so tough. I don't know why we make it so hard. Yeah. But, that, well, that's, that's, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's the problem is, is we complicate, but when we get outside of the order of God, that's when we complicate things. Well, that's true. You know, it's like, it's like the order of God is spirit, soul, and body. But when we get in soul, body, spirit, you know, or body, right. soul, spirit, we, we're out of order. And that's why confusion, turmoil, frustration, you know, um, things get complicated in our life. But when we, when, when, as, as the temple of God, the order of God in the, in the temple, I mean, right. Moses had to build according to the pattern. And the pattern right. was... You know, uh, out of court, the the um, holiest place, and then the holy of holies, and he couldn't violate that pattern. Everything had to be exactly as he was shown. Same with David. Same with Ezekiel. And and um, and yet we, you know, when when here we come into the temple now, the new covenant temple, the New Testament temple, and we get the things out of order. We're going to. I, what do I feel? You know, how do I feel about this? You know, um, right. um, I saw one guy commented on somebody's live broadcast of this service and said, you know, I didn't sense any presence of God in your meeting. And I said, you weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I didn't feel anything. It's just like, what the heck? You know, it's just like, yeah. you, you're so far removed from, from, um, from the, the order of, of how God's working, it's first spirit, then soul, then body. You know, it's like, you're not even there. It's just like, how are you going to know, you know? But we, <laughs> we've become so out of order, you know. I, I really believe that we've ignored the emotional side of people as, as the church. Um, right. we, you know, is we, we've, we've ignored it. We've, we've, we sort of try and put Christians, and I'm using the word, emphatically is um, we've like, we've taken Christians and made them into cooler boxes. You know, you can't feel anything, you're not allowed to feel it. And, and so anyway, I don't want to get into all of that, but that we are emotional beings. We have a soul, we have a mind, we have a will. 
We have emotions, but we cannot be led by them. Correct. <laughs> and Correct. The thing is, we we want to have this um, ooky gooky feely feely kind of, and it's not. It's spiritual, and and so when it's out of order, it's all going to be a mess. And then, really, what I'm trying to say is, is that that that's what happens in the church as well. When it's out of order, everything's a mess. It's complicated. Right. It gets turmoil. It gets complicated. Right. Yes. You know the um, the motto for the Marines, for the United States Marines? What's it? Simplify. Simplify. Simper. Simplify. S-E-M-P-E-R-F-I. Yeah. And I think our cry as the, as the Army of God is simpla, simplify. <laughs> simplify <laughs> instead of simplify. Yeah. And uh, because that's a, it, 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 like Paul says, I've returned back to the simplicity that's in Christ. I'm not trying to make this harder or more difficult to understand. Um, Babylon, you know, basically it means confusion. Yes. And the more the more complicated it gets, the more confusing it gets. And if we can bring it back to the simplicity that is in Christ, uh, you know, no matter what it is, no matter what we're talking about, whether it be healing, whether it be deliverance, whether it be just um, discipleship, uh, no matter what it is, it, it is simple. Yeah. Because that's the way Christ made it. Exactly. But, yeah, I, I, it, it is absolutely true. Look, look it's, to, the, to the carnal mind, nothing is simple when it comes to spirituals. They don't, they don't get it. You know, it's just uh, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It says the, the sarkikos man gets, doesn't get it. But the right. spiritual man... And, but it, that's just the order of God. Is like when you when you sit and you become more aware. Paul, Paul says in one Corinthians chapter twelve one says now regarding spirituals or spiritual things, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren. And, right. And uh, be, because there's too much ignorance, and the word ignorance there is unaware or or unconscious of. Um, you know, there's too many people unaware. Or, or are not conscious of the things of the spirit. You know, they just right. constantly out of order. That's, that's the whole point. The point is what we're talking about is when we're building the church is that uh, building his church, it's just out of order. If it's out of order, it doesn't work. Right. It just right. doesn't work. And the first point of order, like we started off with, is building his church he's got to build his church. And my, my part is not to, <laughs> if I can get my mind wrapped around this, my, my part is to build that, that temple, that particular person. Right. And uh, rather than to try to, it's, have you ever seen the plate spinners that they used to have like back on Ed Sullivan's yeah. show and some of the, you know, where they have these sticks and they spin those little plates and, uh, when I was pastoring, I felt like one of those plate spinners. You know, you, you'd get to all the plates spinning, and pretty soon one would start to wobble. You'd run over there and try to wiggle that stick and get that plate spinning again. And then pretty soon another one's starting to wobble. So you go over there and you try to do that. You try to get that one going again. And it's almost like you're just, you're just running around trying to keep all your plates spinning. And um, that's, that's something I began to notice that my, my job – almost felt more like Smokey the Bear running around putting out forest fires than I did trying to start a fire in people's hearts. Exactly right. And uh, it, was, it was not um, because I, wasn't, I was more concerned about my ministry and the teaching 
and making sure that I had something to teach every Sunday morning and Wednesday night and yeah. all the other things that we did exactly. that I, I didn't really, I wasn't really concerned about equipping those particular people, finding out what those particular people or that particular person needed to get to that next stage. Um, I remember this guy told me one time, he said, I'm a husbandman. Yeah. I said, okay, what's that mean? He says, he says, I'm supposed to watch out for the little plants and just get them simply to the next level. Mm. He says, I'm not, I'm not concerned about who planted it. I'm not concerned about who's watering unless it's my job to water that little plant. He says, my job is just to find out where that plant is, what it needs and help get it to the next level. Yeah. I thought, well, that makes a lot, that's a lot more simple for me to understand. You know, rather than trying to, it's almost like the difference between trying to turn a small speedboat and trying to turn the Queen Mary. You know, I mean, you need, you need what, uh, a mile, a nautical mile to turn the Queen Mary, whereas in a speedboat, you know, you can turn pretty quick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get a whole mess of people out there and you're trying to turn this whole big ship and uh, some half the people aren't wanting to turn yet. And you're going, holy cow, this is crazy. I'm fighting, I'm fighting not only the devil, but everybody else in here. And wow. pretty soon you begin to feel like you're against even the people or even the bride of Christ. Well, that's when you become a politician rather than a leader. Right. Because now what you're trying to do is win, constantly win the election to keep your power position. So, that's true. so you're constantly trying to win the popular vote, um, you know, to keep, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 people happy, you know, is like, so you better not do this because then, you know, everybody's going to leave. They're going to take the money. You can't pay for the building. And, and so right. you're, stuck, you're stuck in this, this situation where you politic, pol politicking all the time. And, right. and, uh, and so you've got to be careful how you present your message, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's just that, that just becomes crazy. However, there, there is a place I really believe that we're, we as, as the giftings, we synergize in, in gifting and become like, like Antioch, where there was that resource center of giftings that could then bring equipping to that region or, or whatever the story is to, to, um, to the body of Christ. You know, there, there, there has to be this, like... There's too many, I think that in the body of Christ, there's too many, or in, in, in the church, you know, everybody's running off and doing their gift somewhere, you know, and, right, right. and, and, and then you've got pastors, you know, it, 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 sort of, uh, what's the word is, uh, dictating is the right word, dictating right. what, you know, what kind of equipping he thinks the people need and don't need he, him solely decides what equipping is needed and not needed. And, right. and, and so he's, he's actually presuming his place as a chief shepherd. He doesn't, right. have, he doesn't have that, you know, the, the, shouldn't that, shouldn't that um, oversight, uh, that, that's the episcopos, shouldn't that oversight be determined by, by the, the government, governing elders? Seems like it, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yes, that's what they're supposed to be doing. You see, I'm I'm just looking here. It's 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 interesting. We're talking about setting the order, and I mean, it's, you know, first apostles, 
secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, and then governments. Governments being kubernetes, right, is the politics that is the directorship or the government, the governments within the church. So, well, see, we've always done it backwards. We've always established the governments first, and then tried to find helps to get us to get us to that point that we see our vision and our purpose. And then we pray for gifts of healing and we hope it happens. And then God bless us. If we happen to have some miracles flowing around. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe we can draw in some teachers and uh, uh, then we get some prophets or we become a prophetic body of Christ. And then finally, finally we reach the ultimate where we, we become an apostolic body. Yeah. Well, you know, only, only by tag because it's the right. it's the new flow, the new trend, the new name, new new buzzword you've got to use nowadays. Right, right. Uh, um, yeah, and, and that yeah. <laughs> That's in fact, in fact, we we don't even we don't we don't even start. We we start with gifts of healings, <laughs> and and hopefully we we arrive at something else down the down the line somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's it's very very interesting, um, in 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 determining the the order of God. But it it I it, what it says here is that God hath set some in the church, and and uh, the word set is to place, right? Um, to to posture, um, in an upright and active position. So to to uh, lay, make, ordain, purpose, put, set, settle, sink down. Uh, is that the word tithemi? Uh, yeah, tithemi. Yeah. Now that's interesting because it's that's the same word that's used to ordain elders in every elders. Yeah. Yeah. In every church in every city, it's it's the word tithemi. So so that word set, he sets. He sets different members in the body as it has pleased him. Yes. Number one. Number one, he sets, he ordains or sets or tithemies, sets down like concrete, sets up in an upright active position. Yes. Members. And then sets, or, or I guess he does ordain. But as far as telling us to ordain, he told us uh, ordain, yeah. uh, to ordain elders. Elders. Well, yes, you see, God sets, God ordains. Right, right. You know, God sets. Right. Some, some, not all in the church, some in the church. And as first, uh, first is the word proton, which is uh, firstly in time, place, order, um, priority before at the beginning. So, right. so um, it, it's like, it's the it's order, order by archy. But not by hierarchy. That that is the right. thing. It's just by by us understanding order and order not being. I, I think we, we we again. It's our mindset on this. But is like order not being the religious kind of uh, rule and obligation. But it's the order of God, where where God's order is not confusion. God's order brings peace. And and uh, no turmoil, but brings you know joy, brings brings prosperity, brings um, um, grace. In fact, I mean that's where where we begin to experience God's grace and God's God's um, uh, real God. You know God's anointing in the in the whole in the whole process is because we're doing it His way. 
Right. So right, that's true. So he sets proton apostles, and then secondarily, secondarily is um, deuteros. Deuteros means second in time, place. Um, yeah. So or next, as in the right. the next right. place in order. So yeah, and then of course he goes thirdly teaches, and after that miracles. It's interesting in in verse thirty of that he says, "Have all the gifts of here." Or first in twenty nine he says, "Are all apostles?" Question. Of course not. And all prophets? No. Are all teachers? No. Are all miracles workers of miracles? No. Have all the gifts of healing? No. Do all speak with tongues? Um, as in as in um, speaking in the public domain do all interpret no but covet earnestly the best gifts and the word is their charismas and yet i show you unto your more excellent way and i i think that the point here is is that to the body to to believers uh to the kingdom citizens sons of god is it's not to covet um positions but to covet the best your best, the best gift that God's made you to be, that you contribute within the context of the church. Right. The charismas, the gracious joy gifts. Yes. So, so you bring your inherent, the, the charisma is, is your inherent uh, gifting that God's given you to who you are to the body of Christ. You know, we, what we're trying to do is I, I really believe, you know, we, we, and I'm, this might tread on some toes, but anyway, it's like, you know, is I've got the gift of, of in, intercession, you know, and we've made it like a office in the church. There's no such thing. <laughs> you know, there is, I mean, it's just like, it doesn't exist. It's right. Like, you know, you know I, I don't know. You know, it's just like, it doesn't exist. And so what we're trying to do is we try and, and we, we try and spiritualize this. We make this like kind of the director of intercession now, you know, and right. this is crazy stuff. You know, that's why we're all in a mess. I'm telling you is because we, we're not, we're not encouraging people to cover it earnestly. And the word covered earnestly is, is a, a zelu, which means to have warmth of feeling for, uh, for to affect covered earnestly have desire it means nearly to, to to be so zealous for something. It's nearly like you're jealous of it, you know, of, of having who you are, not what others have, not comparing yourself and what they're gifted, but who who God's made you to be. Not an office, not a director position, not a title, but who God's made. Be zealous for who you are, who God's called you to be, and that you can bring that into the house of God. So if you're not an apostle, if you're not a prophet, if you're not a teacher, if you're not, not a, a, a work of miracles, if you're not governments, it doesn't matter. You contribute something valuable to the body of Christ because of who you are. Right. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what it is in the sense of like, I am, you know, the director of intercession. I am the, the prophet of interpreting dreams. Uh, you know, it's just function, just be zealous for who you are and contribute. I, that's really, I, I'm, I don't know. I went, up to, um, I went up to a place 
here a while back and we had a, we were going to have a men's meeting and, um, Anyway, there were guys from kind of all over the region. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, unbeknownst to me at that time, uh, this particular church that was hosting it or fellowship they they had a um, they had a group of intercessors, and um, uh, these intercessors uh, had gone up beforehand and had prayed over the over the place where we were going to be camping. Um, we started off around the fire, uh, in this one particular place. And I mean, it, things were happening. Uh, uh, people were talking about things, uh, and it was just really life. I mean, it was life giving the spirit of the Lord was there to, to do what it was he was doing. I mean, he was working some things. Finally, <laughs> finally the guy who was leading it says, okay, guys, we have to stop now. We got to move down here to this other place. And there was another little fire ring, but it was it, it was uh, just made ready with the wood down below. The fire hadn't started or anything, but it was just in a different location. And everybody's kind of looking at each other. He says, yeah, because the, uh, the intercessors came out here, and they were praying over this place and uh, this whole area. And they said, this is the place that God is at, and this is where we're supposed to have our meeting oh, at. No, no. Please. And so here, here is this, and it happened to be the the guy's wife and a bunch of other people. Of course, of course. And uh, come to find out that that's how that whole fellowship is is usually directed. It's this group that says, uh, "Well, you know what? I, this is what the Lord told us this morning. So this is the direction we're going." Yeah. Here now you have a whole group of guys from all over the region that are directed by what four or five. Uh, people that aren't even participating in that particular meeting yep. and uh, they're Sorry. telling us where we're going to be and what's going to happen. And honestly, it took, I don't, it seems like we never quite got there Thank once you. we moved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I don't remember staying there very long and finally we just kind of disbanded and went to bed, but it was kind of, it was kind of interesting to me how, how these outside how we put those positions into a place, like you said, you know, it's almost like a time I'm director of intercession uh, or this is my gift and my calling this intercession there. there <laughs> it's not. Let's let's simplify stuff. Let's stop making up these things in order to in order to qual qualify. Excuse me. That was coffee came back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually better the first time. But anyway, the um, uh, you know we we keep trying to we keep trying to uh, qualify ourselves as far as what we're doing for Christ, and rather than letting Christ qualify us, yeah. you know, if I'm going to speak to you for God, then I'm going to speak to you as it were the oracles of God, and and let you decide whether or not it's God. I mean, if it's God, it's going to have an impact on you. In fact. Uh, what is it? First Corinthians 15. It says there are, as it were, so many different types of voices on the earth, um, but there's not one of them without signification. But if I speak to you and you do not know the meaning of the voice, the word meaning there is the word dunamis. If you don't know the power in the voice, if you don't know the power from which I speak, then I become a barbarian to you and you a barbarian to me. I, you're not going to understand it. You're not going to, because you don't know the power behind it. You don't know the 
the words that came forth. Uh, he upholds all things by the word of his power, not the power of his word. It's the word that comes forth out of power. Right. And that's, that's what we don't understand a lot of times is, is I don't have to qualify or disqualify myself. I don't have to sit here and say, well, I'm sent here by God. This is what I've done in the past, blah, 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 blah. You know, no, if, if I'm speaking to you by God, you're going to know it. <laughs> and you should know it pretty quick. Oh, exactly. No, exactly right. How, but that, I mean, if we, if we just go back to where we started, and, and again, it's like, if we do not understand God's order, then, then all, that's where all these things pop up and people start doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things because, first off, the order of God is sonship, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's, his, that's the way he works. Yeah. That's the way he builds. He builds with sons. He doesn't build with members. He doesn't no. build with, with you know, ministers. Converts. He, he builds with, with, sorry, what was the word you used? Ministers. With ministers. He builds with sons. It's the sons of the kingdom that get sown into the world, not the right. ministers. It's the sons of the kingdom. And, and so if we understand the, the blueprint is sonship, we build sonship in character. Um, you know, it's the two things that stand out to me. I'm sorry. Today I'm sharing a bit more. But, but two things stand out to me is like the, the, the spirit of, um, you know, we've, re we've received the spirit of, of, of adoption that cries Abba Father. But right. I think sometimes we have the spirit of sonship, but we don't have the, the, the sonship spirit. And the sonship spirit is having the right mindset, having the right identity, having the right attitude. We, we, we don't identify ourselves yet as sons. And then God wants to build with sons. I, still too many leaders are orphans. They, they haven't, they're not even built. So how are they going to raise something that is, um, that is mature? If, if they, you know, a child cannot raise a mature family. They're always right. going to be only to the level of, of their maturity. So we think gifting is maturity, but gifting is not everybody's got a gift. It's, right. We need to raise people up into maturity. So, so there's that building of sonship is, is, the, is the order of first things. And right. now we need, the, the, we need what God has set in the church to build into that so, so that as a family. Now, the next order of God is children, uh, napios. Then there's, there's young men. There's a special word for that. I can't remember what it was. And Parion and Technon. Well, this, this one, I just, um, this one is a little different. Let me just find it quickly. But different, different than Parion? Um, it's, no, it's not. Um, it's, let me just get you quickly and I'll find it for you. But it, it is. Um, I like that one, Parion. Yeah, you yeah, the kind of potty on everything. You're always changing their diapers. Yeah, you're always, you're always working with the diapers. I, I like those guys, man. I, I, I got my little granddaughter, and oh, okay, I don't change the nappy. I give it to her mother when she. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I throw them out in the yard and just take the hose to them till the diaper flies off. Yeah, my son has done that. He says, he says, I, I can't deny it. I've done that. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> where, where is it? Okay, I'll, yeah, he says, um, buh, 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 buh. where is that? It's one, one, one John chapter two, and he 
talks about when I'm trying to read you through all. Oh, the, I speak unto you. I, I write to you, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's the Antichrist and uh, do not love the world. Okay, yeah, I've written to you, fathers, paters, because you have known him who, that is from the beginning. I've written to you, unto you, young men. The word there is neoniskos. Neoniskos means youth. It's like under 40 young men. It's like it's like the 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 the, the military kind of age guys, you know, because they're strong and the word of God abides in you, and they're the ones that have overcome the wicked ones. So so um, you've got, but you've got this order. You've got fathers, and fathers there uh, also means like the mature, spiritually mature moms and dads. So you spiritually mature moms and dads, you've got the children, you've got the young men that are growing up. That's the order of God. We, 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 we need to nurture that through that growth, preparing constantly, um, nurturing up the next generation. But we don't have that. Right. You, you don't have that. It's like that thing you sent is like, you've got to come, you've got to come to church because you, you know, in this, what mainframe system or whatever it was called, because you're going to get this and this. We need those things like the discipleship, the nurturing, the fellowship. We need that. But in the, the current mainframe system, you don't get it because there's no. no relationship. There's no family. There's no order. It's like not there. And you wondered what we were going to talk about this morning. <laughs> just before just before he turned this on this morning, he goes, so what are we going to talk about? I said, I don't know. Let's just turn it on and go. And he goes, uh, well, you're no help, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. You know, but that's it. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. It's like we, 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 we come, we come sit here and we've got no agenda. <laughs> just like we, we just really are coming to, to, to break bread and, and to hear what, what flows from, from the spirit, right. you know, and, and I, I love it because, you know, it's not teaching. It's just like you and me um, having this super conversation. I love it like this, you know, I, I love it like this. Well, one of the things I've been thinking a lot about too is the fact that you know we're supposed to be we're supposed to be doing something with the kingdom of God. Yes. And we talk about building with kingdom principles. We talk about kingdom this, kingdom that. I mean, that's kind of a buzzword. Also, yes. right now, yeah, another one of those apostolic kingdom. Yeah. Uh, you know, those two things kind of go hand in hand, and. Um, <sighs> I remember for a while there, we were teaching, not we, not you and me, but, um, uh, you know, we're going to set, we're going to set, uh, we're going to set these guys in to a certain, uh, church and then put somebody on their right hand and somebody on their left, you know, somebody in helps and somebody in governments. And, uh, that way then he can function and the set man can do his function and do what he's supposed to do. Of course, none of that's scriptural. However, uh, Jesus, what are you going to do when you come up into your kingdom? Will you set one on your right and one on your left? And he, they say, can one of us be on your right and the other one on your left? And he says, it's not mine to give, hmm. but it's when you come into your kingdom, that's, there was a difference there. Uh, I, I asked a young man this week, I said, what is, what does it, what does it mean when I say to you kingdom? And, um, you know, of course we're talking spiritual things. So of course their mind kind of went, you know, 
to the churchy stuff and, and just into that, that whole realm of, you know, kingdom, <laughs> you know, about, about the, the church and spiritual things. I said, no, literally, what does it mean to, for a kingdom? What, what does kingdom mean? Yeah. And it means the rule or the realm where a king rules. That's right. It's not and a if, democracy. No, if, if Jesus Christ actually preached the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, then he was preaching about there's a, we are under a different rule. We're under a different reign. We're under a different authority than what you've ever known before. And I'm going to show it to you. Yes. I'm it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm it. Yeah. And so basically when we, when we're talking about the kingdom of God or kingdom structure or kingdom, this or kingdom, that it's, it's, it's the way of Christ. I am the way. Yeah. It's the way that he did it. It's the way that he operates. It's the way that, it's a way that brings his life and his truth. And uh, it's, a, it's a way that brings people into, into the fullness and stature of Christ, the Messiah. And I guess that's what I've been in looking at is, 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 this bringing, is this bringing somebody to the awareness that we're under a different rule, that we're under a different kingdom, rather than the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of darkness. If it's not, then I'm not really bringing the kingdom of heaven. Well, exactly. So, if, and if, that's, that was a simplicity, that was a simple thing. I, I guess I have to think simply yeah. for me. And that was something that, that changed kind of the, the course of what I was doing too, is this, is this bringing the kingdom of God right now into this person's mind and heart? Well, well, you know, I mean, you hit on a, on a major point. I mean, because because within the kingdom, there's a a, a protocol. The, you know, the word is t- and the the word order is taxes, right? A X I S, not like taxi. Um, right. Taxes. Or taxes. Yeah. It's taxes, which is order, and it means to have protocol. And so, a kingdom has protocol. Now, what we our, because we've grown up in democracies or in a republic, you know, South Africa was also a, a, or is supposed to be a republic. Um, it's supposed to be, yeah. And so, um, you know, we've grown up, which means is that you know you've got liberties. You you're a citizen, and you you've got you you're entitled to rights within that republic. However, you you know the big thing about it is is that it's one man one vote kind of thing. Is you are independent and free in your thinking, in your speech, in in um, you know you you basically represent yourself um, in the whole. Now that is contrary to godly government, which is a kingdom, a monarch. So right. when you go to the queen. You know, you don't just walk into the castle and, you know, just address her and say whatever you like. Uh, it doesn't, there's a protocol, there's an approach. In fact, they, they coach you before you even meet the monarchy is how to approach, how to, um, how to address them. You know, you've got to dress right, how to address them, what, what manners, how do you shake the hand. They coach you in the whole thing because there's a certain protocol to approaching a monarchy. And, and really, the whole of, if you look at United Kingdom, Britain, the whole monarchy, the whole country is actually owned by the queen. Um, right. 
by the right. monarchy. They, they, she's given everybody like a hundred year lease kind of thing, you know, um, and and uh, and so she can she could take back the whole country, of course, not not now constitutionally, but but really by rule she could, you know, is that she's the queen and she could take back everything because it's all her territory, and and but and we don't understand that in the church. We we. And that's why we think we can we can operate out of order, and it's it's fine because I have the right. You know, it's my gift, my church, right. my ministry, my and and shut Lord, up, Lord, Lord, Lord. Didn't we do all these things in your name? Yes. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Well, I thought we healed. I thought we raised the dead. I thought we, yeah. But depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because you didn't do the will. Yes. And workers of iniquity is lawless ones. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't do it my way. You didn't, exactly. you didn't do it the way I told you to do it. You just went out there and did it, and it wasn't it wasn't for me. It wasn't for. I guess that's I've I've looked at that quite a few times as far as, uh, and I think we've talked about this before. As far as don't take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. You know, one of the Ten Commandments, and I've thought about that. Vanity or to be vain means to think of oneself. Yeah. So to be vain or to to do it in vanity, uh, to to me basically it began to mean: Am I using the name of the Lord to promote myself, or my ideas, or my gifting, or my whatever? And that's the thing that that bothers me about this movement in the body of Christ, as though as though God or the body of Christ has movements. <laughs> I mean. Um, I guess that's what thunder is. Whenever it happens, it's God's having a movement. But anyway, um, when you when you think about that movement that's going on right now, as far as who am I in Christ? You know, uh, find your identity. What's your identity? All that thing. I I understand where they're going or trying to go, but it's all about me. Yes. The the purpose is is to is um, to be found in Him. The the purpose is is Him. If I learn more about him, I become just like just like John the Baptist said, he must increase. I must decrease. We always we always quote that backwards. I must decrease, he must increase. No, it's not about you. Yeah. It's about him increasing. He right. must increase, I must decrease. I will naturally decrease if he increases in my life. Right. And that's where we get kind of messed up in some of this stuff of uh, what's my identity? What's my gifting? What's my anointing? No, it's not about you. It's what, what is, who is Christ? And then it's Christ in me, the hope of glory, not, not me, me finding my gift and my anointing as my hope of glory. Well, we complicate it again, don't we? I mean, right. that's the thing is we, we like struggle through this whole thing is like, what is my purpose and what, and, and, and listen, you know, as a, as a leadership mentor, I mean, I help people do that. I help them find right, the vision, right. the vision, you know, their values, establish those things, get clarity, move forward, strategic direction. Those things right. are, are important to be effective. However, we complicate it so much, not because it's it's hard, but because we spiritualize it. Right. Well, it's And it's not spiritual. What we're doing is... Um, the word rather is religiousize it. We we we've got to put all these like little little um, formulas and little process procedures, religious procedures and obligations to the whole thing before right. 
You know, one day, one day I was in a meeting going back a number of years ago, but this one guy, he had fasted 40 days and he was fasting to he hear what God was um, directing him to do. And, and the guy looked like a rake. I mean, he, you know, an upside down rake. So the, <laughs> and, and, and he's, he's, he sat in the same um, like row with me at the, at the church meeting and uh, and here he's sitting all you see his teeth it looked like a rake you know and yeah. and he's like fasting and and so afterwards for some reason I, I hardly know the guy but for some reason he grabs my arm but I mean not like gently I mean he grabs me pulls me into his face and he says you have got to give me a word on what I must do and I said what the heck? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, like, I don't have anything for you. You know, it was later like, it's not me, not me. You know, and he's going, you better, you I've been fasting 40 days. And I said, oh my word, you know, what are you trying to manipulate God into giving you something? Well, the fact is, is he stopped. I've got a word for you. Eat something. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Don't get a McDonald's, man. You'll feel better. You know, just why I expect, I suppose, after 40 days, better not. But um, the, you know what happened, Steve, was this guy then suddenly got this idea that he should start a ministry, be a pastor. And it turned out that this guy became super controlling. Super yeah. controlling. He was super, uh, I mean, I could have told him right there that he's insecure because the simple fact is, you know, he just has no clue uh, what he's about, you know? And, and so the thing about it is, is we religiousize all this stuff so much and it's not spiritual. That's the thing is a spiritual man, a pneumaticus man can discern, can examine and can apply the things of the spirit in his life. He doesn't, or, or her life. He, they don't need, they don't need to go through all of this religious exercises to do it. You know, it's just, it's not that right. hard. We've just right. complicated, like you say, we've complicated everything so much, but it is about the king. And I right. think that's where, where the whole thing is the king sets the order. We seek first the kingdom of God. Right, right. Don't worry about how you are going to meet your needs, how you are going to do things. How you, it says after, the, after these things, the heathens crouch. Right. He says, but you seek first again the same word proton in the order of first things seek first the kingdom and his righteousness righteousness is how you are positioned before him because you cannot operate as a citizen if you don't know your citizenship that's yes really if you're not a citizen righteousness means you're positioned as a citizen as a son before before the throne of the king that, but that's really, in that relationship, even in righteousness, even in that position before the, I, I, the, the it's position before the king. Yes. It's, it's knowing the king, knowing yes. what he's already done, knowing exactly. the path that he's already set. It's interesting that the word Lord, 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 didn't we do a, the word Lord means the only one with right of decision. Yes. Curious. So, yeah. So what has become Lord in our life? You know, has there, is there something else? Uh, is our gift Lord? I know guys that believe they're teachers. Every time they come around you, they're going to teach you something. Um, you know, I know guys that, you know, are... Prophesy to you. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're different things so that they, 
they now all of a sudden believe that that's what they're supposed to do. No, if you're a son of God, you wait to see. I only tell you what I hear my father saying is what Christ said. Right. You know, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Um, You know, I've received commandment both what to speak and what to say. Um, I only do what I see my father doing. So there's a, there's a different in sonship than there is identifying with my gift. And I guess that's the danger I see is that in this, in this time of finding out who you are, if we can get them to find out who Christ is and what he did and what he's continuing to do in your life, it's, it's much better than, than finding out what your gifting is because otherwise all you're going to do is identify with your gift rather than identifying with the king. Well, that's, I mean, the founda- that's why we come back down to the foundation, and that's the apostolic foundations, is, is the blueprint is sonship. If, if you, you, right. you, you can stand in the pulpit, you can run an organization, you can go around the world, but the simple fact is, is that if you, are not, if you do not identify yourself as a son of your father, Right. You know, you, you're operating in an orphan spirit, which means you're operating out of insecurity, which means you operate out of weakness, which, you draw, which means you draw strength from your position and your, and your um, title. That's right. what you do. Because you have to draw strength from somewhere. And it's not internally because you don't know who you are. You, you, right. You know, and, and, and who you, knowing who you are is, like you said, not about your gifting. It's about being a son of God. Right. And my rights are because I'm a citizen of heaven. <laughs> so my citizenship is established. So I have my rights. I know who, I, who and what I represent. That's, right. that's, that, that's the bottom line. So I don't, you know, no ambassador of, you know, when, when the American ambassador goes to the United Nations, um, uh, I don't know who it is now, but it was Nikki Haley. But um, you know, she's resigned now. But Nikki, you know, she wouldn't represent herself. She would represent right. the, the president of the United States at the United Nations. What right. she said was the voice of the, the United States of America. Right. What she spoke. If she spoke, that was the United States of America speaking. If somebody touched her life, they touched the United States of America. She, if she was in Belgium or wherever it was or wherever they were meeting or in any other nation, she was the United States of America. The United States of America uh, provided for her, took care of her, um, you know, healing, whatever she needed. Everything was taken care of wherever she was in the world because she is a representative of the United States of America. Right. And she wouldn't speak of herself or on her own Never. or of her own opinion. Never speaks of herself. Never speaks right. from her own opinion. She that that's what ambassadors do not do. They they right. represent their government, and so that's what we do. We represent the kingdom of God. We represent the King and His kingdom. Right. So I will not. And this is something that I try to work with on on each one of the guys that that I, you know, have the opportunity to work with. Is the first thing is to watch how they speak because if I say. I think, I feel, I believe, who am I speaking for? Yeah. It, it says that if, if I come in my own name, I come, I, I come and I testify of myself, and, and uh, the Lord's not sent me. So I'm only testifying myself. Yes. So if I'm testifying of myself, then I'm not testifying for Christ. I'm not saying, thus saith the Lord. I'm saying, 
this is what I think, this is what I believe, this is what I feel. If we can get, if we can get that out of real help sons of God to realize, no, this isn't your opinion. This isn't about you. You're here to represent a king. Right. Just speak as it were the oracles of God. It doesn't matter what you think, you feel, you believe at this point. What does he believe? What is it he, what is it he desires? Because we're, we're helping, we're helping aid to build his kingdom. In fact, I remember one time, uh, uh, this is something he just spoke to my heart. He says, I'm sending you as a son to the farthest reaches of my kingdom to not only extend the kingdom, but to demonstrate my authority, my rule, my power to the uttermost ends of the earth. And I thought, boy, that changes, that changes things because now it's not about me. It's about, it's something bigger than me. It's about my father and spreading his kingdom. It's about, it's about extending a kingdom that already exists, that's already there. And it's not about me trying to extend my ministry. It's about extending a kingdom and showing the showing reign of my father. Yes. But you don't understand. I'm a prophet to the nations. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know, that, that's the, if 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 you if you study empires like like the the United Kingdom or Great Britain, and and uh, the the monarchy would send emissaries to different nations around the world, and and that was where an island and a little island you know like the size of Rhode smaller than Rhode Island is like an island that could have the empire or or their culture the British culture was established from sunrise to sunset. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. But you know why? It's because they, they went and the whole order of the protocol of establishing the kingdom empire, the kingdom and the monarchy, they would get up every morning and all the locals would have to sing God save the king or God save the queen. Wherever they were, they had to drink tea and and wear some, you know um, yeah. safari suits or or um, you know. They still tie. sing that in, in San Francisco a lot. God save the queen. <laughs> Just means something different now. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Oh dear. Yeah. So so now you went and done it. <laughs> now you've gone and blown it. Um, yeah, so, so, um, so there, so, there, so that's where we end. <laughs> you, you're just, you're just taking all the spirituality. Out of me. <laughs> you know, you know, what's fun uh, is interesting to me though, is, is we've made Christianity or churchianity a democracy. Yes, we have. That's and it's not, yeah, it's not about a democracy. In fact, a republic is even built different than a, re- a democracy. A republic uh, is is like an ambassadorship. In other words, uh, for the city, um, we would uh, we would find one person that would represent all of us, yeah, in the city and send them to the county. Yes, in the county, we would elect one person or find one person and say, okay, you go and represent us collectively, mm. all of our counties to the state. Yeah. Then in the state, we would elect or find somebody that would represent us then to the nation. Yes. And that's where it's, it's totally different than a democracy because a democracy, 
I still have my vote, my opinion, my whatever, as opposed to no one collectively actually representing a whole group of people, and here it is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, it's interesting to me that, that we still have the Republicans and the democracy ads, the de Democrats. Yeah, there's a whole group that still believes that it's about me, the individual, and then there's a, a group that's still trying to to purvey the fact that we are a republic, not a democracy. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's that's the thing is it's it's uh, uh, well, of course, that's why they're trying to do away with the whole electoral vote because right. the whole point of the le electorate was that uh, superpowered cities couldn't. Uh, you, you know, dominate, right. dominate weaker areas like rural areas. And right. everybody has, you know, like Pennsylvania, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a balance to the whole thing. And uh, so that, that is Republic. But, but when it comes to kingdom, it's just one King rules. Yeah. One King. One yeah, King he rules. rules everything. Yeah. That's it, man. You know, and either he's Lord or he's not, I guess that's the thing. Every you King know. is a Lord. That's yes. Because he owns territory. Right. It's all his territory. So, right. So it's right. like everything is his. So what does he believe about this? What does he believe about my situation? Yes. What does he believe about this person? What does he believe? And uh, like Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live but the life that I now live in this flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. The yeah. word is of there, actually, not in. Yes. So the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son. What do you believe about this, Christ? Oh, really? Okay, then that's what I believe. Yes. So it's a matter of, it is a matter of lordship. It's a matter of who is king. It's yes. a matter of what he believes. Now, can I believe that as well? Can I, can I step out on that? Can I, can I walk according to that? The life that I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of somebody else. What do you believe about this? Yeah and now begin to move and live in him in whom I live and move and have my being, basically. So, Amen. anyway. Powerful, powerful stuff. Good one. Glad we, we, we did this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> we got it. We got it. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's time, and I'm going to jump on another call now. So, um, we have had a super, super time sharing together. Thank you for being with us listeners and uh, joining in on the conversation. Uh, I, you know, again, I just want to encourage you and invite you take time to go to the word of God. Look at these scriptures, look at these things, meditate, listen to these, these uh, conversations a few times. I mean, you know, the stuff that Steve and I are sharing, it, it's like we've, we've had this, God imparting this to us for years. And so we just like pouring it out in our conversation with you, sharing that conversation with you. Uh, if, if it sort of rattles your brain a little bit or, or religious sort of um, concepts a bit, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Take the time to listen to it, make notes, go to the Word of God, study it out for yourself because I promise you it is there. It is there. Um, and bring it back to us because we don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got a question, if you've got a comment, um, if you want to point out something, hey, you know, we, we don't, we're not sitting here as all truth. This is our conversation on things, just really speaking from the spirit of things, from the heart, from the, from the paradigm of, that we have. And so um, we, we're trying to 
not trying. No, that's the wrong word. We we are contributing in our from our from where we are to to seeing a new generation of leaders of leadership of the church of building the church arise uh, simply because we we know order has to come to the house of god order has to come for you, for for people to be liberated for people to walk in the freedom that christ has uh, set us free for and so um, that's that's really what it is about from our side so we appreciate you being with us thank you for listening and uh, we're growing in in uh, listenership every week it's awesome uh so glad please share it out with others um, if if you think they can use send them a link um if you go to anchor.fm where, where the where the podcast is actually um uh, the platform that it's that it's hosted on whatever it's called anchor.fm if you go there you can actually send us a message so you just push a button a little there's a little it says message there and you can send us a voice message um that you can ask any question or give us a comment or whatever the story is and uh, and steve and i will then uh, you know give you a shout out on the air <laughs> and there you go. Or we'll answer your question or whatever the story is. So we'd love to hear from you. Please give us a, give us a message. Even if you just give us a, give us a thumbs up and say, Hey, I'm getting something from this. We'd love, we'd love to hear from you as well. So until next time, Steve, thank you for being with us well, with me again on KLE. Thank you listeners for listening. Have a super, 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 super weekend. <laughs> until next time. God bless you. Love you lots.